Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of the Game of Life podcast. I've got some big updates for you today. We have decided to finally film the podcast. A little bit nerve-wracking, but a whole lot of exciting. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the backdrop first. So one of my big um, roadblocks to filming the podcast was where would I film it? Uh, you know, what backdrop do I have that's even interesting at all? Let me fix that piece of hair. Um, and as I was like watering my plants, I was like, oh, what a perfect backdrop that would be. So um, it was always a dream of mine to have a house filled with plants. It was inspired by one of my aunts and just plenty of mornings waking up um, as a little girl in her apartment and having, you know, plants everywhere and, and just the sun beaming in ever so perfectly. So um, this is my attempt to recreate that for myself. And um, the podcast has been a dream for several years as well. So why not combine both of those dreams into one, uh, one beautiful experience. So welcome to my home. Welcome to my dreams. Um, hopefully, maybe I can inspire you to go after some of those deep, dark dreams that you've been uh, saying next year, next month, maybe when the time is right, maybe when I blank, 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 blank. So um, episode three, here we are filming it. We're going for it. This is the third take, by the way. Um, the first take, the audio quality was terrible. It was my dog chewing the whole time, me looking over at him, realizing that he was about to chew a squeaker. So that was a very big thumbs down. And then the second one, my other dog decided that she wanted to bark during it. So take three. Here we go. Plants, me, the game of life. Welcome to episode three. So one of the things I'm going to experiment with is the order of the podcast. So I'm kind of split between do I let these things unfold and kind of happen organically where we just talk about you know, the art of letting go, entrepreneurial endeavors, investments, and the human connection in any order or do we try to provide some consistency and be more structured and rigid about the order of these things? So I'm going to give the structured, rigid um, order a go. Let me know if you like it. If not, you know, we're making the rules here. So really nobody could tell us we can't do it with whatever we want to anyway. Um, the art of letting go. My big reflection with that today is on letting go of things people, places, opportunities that are not for us. So in the last year, there were plenty of opportunities that could have gone one way or another. If I would have gotten certain jobs or whatever, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast, which has been a dream of mine for probably seven years or, or more. Um, there's I wouldn't have had this opportunity to go on this like self-directed journey of learning um, because I've pretty much been able to say, oh, this interests me. I'm going to go learn about it. Um, and so I consider the opportunities I've had over the last year such a blessing. I consider all of the different experiences I had to be moments that are paving the way for future wins. Um, and I would invite you to maybe think about some things yourself that occurred that Maybe it would be easy to look at them negatively or say, oh man, that's such a bummer that didn't work out for me. But maybe is it really a blessing in disguise? Um, 
The other reason I would encourage you to think about that and, and take it kind of one step further is not maybe just reframe what you're thinking of that situation, but also consider the energy you're emitting. So I have become keenly aware that as I was talking about certain opportunities, I was emitting this low level, lack, flat, suck the life out of you energy. And I was cognitively aware of it, but not having a different way to talk about it. Um, so that's something I'm honestly just currently working to working out on how do I reframe this? How do I rephrase this? Um, and so, yeah, so maybe take a second and think about that on your drive to work. Is there any opportunities that you're repeating back or sharing to your friends or when you go out for drinks with people or do whatever you're doing with people? Oh, this didn't go through for me. This didn't go through for me. Maybe it was just leading you to a totally different situation that is going to be way more aligned with like your true passions, your purpose, your talents. Um, yeah, all that stuff. So I would say let's just take a moment and say thank you to all of the things that we thought were for us that aren't. So thank you to the things I thought were for me that aren't that led me here to be doing this podcast and wildly chasing my dream and bringing you guys along with me. Um, so I'm going to like, I'm going to let that lead into the human connection topic I have for you guys today. So friendships and familial bonds was our topic last week. We talked a lot about how there's all different types of friendships. And for me and my sister, what we've really had a kind of a revolutionary moment was that having these newer, less mature friendships allows us to have more appreciation for the deep and mature friendships that we have and that we spent years fostering. So on the flip side of that, there's like fake friends. Um, so I'm going to talk today about some fake friend experiences that I had over the last year. So I had two fake friend experiences, um, love those people and bless those people, um, wishing them truly the best, knowing that their place in my story was just very quick. Um, they were, they played a small role. So, um, the first one was pretty basic. We met, we hung out and I thought we were, were like making good contact and staying in touch and we met up a second time and had dinner and whatever. And I realized after the fact that I think, I think we were just friends because they wanted their stuff back. And it wasn't like a big, I didn't think it was a big deal, like the things that they left, but the, the item that they wanted back, but it was important enough to them. And it seems as though that friendship has fizzled. And I would say I just had a great time with that person and blessing them. The second friendship was a little bit harder to swallow because there was more hours invested, um, a lot more phone conversations, a lot more interactions in person via text and otherwise. And we we're considering working together in a fashion, form and fashion. 
And somebody had asked me, well, what do you think will be the result if it doesn't go the right way? And I was like, well, I mean, I would think that we'll still be friends. Like we've been friends. I don't see why we wouldn't be friends now. And I said, and if it doesn't, then I, I guess I'll just know the true nature of our friendship. And from there, it's my decision on how I want to respond to that and how I want to create space for that. And so turns out, I think it was a fake friend. Um, but also a really cool person, really, I think just what I needed at just the right time and wishing them all the best and the most success and happiness and love and just a feeling of whole and wellness. So even though there's fake friendships and, you know, the one thing that I want to say I'm most proud about and I would encourage you to think about either, I would just encourage you to think about it. Is there anybody who was a fake friend to you or were you maybe somebody's fake friend? Um, you know, when I was a kid, like I said, it, it was easy for people to be fake friends with me. I had a pool, we had a house, we had a boat, you know, like it was just, it was just easy for people to be friends with me during the summer and then forget who I was come school season. So that said, it never stopped my interest and passion for connecting with people. So don't let those things hold you back. Um, from meeting people and trying to be their friend and accepting that maybe their friends they're valuing your friendship differently that's okay you can be you can be friends with somebody who for only a short period of time and it can still mean something good to you so don't let those fake friends ruin you just keep going because there's genuine people out there who want to be your friend Whew. That was a mouthful. Um, sliding right into entrepreneurial endeavors um, and segueing into non-fake friends. So taking it back to episode one where I explained my journey of traveling down to North Carolina to see that property. And I'd said, oh, I just don't know how much that property sold for. I wish I got to find out what the what the final price was. And I had sent my realtor, Paul, the podcast. I was like, Paul, I started a podcast. And he's been so supportive of all these different things that I've been doing, whether it's the Froyo for Dogs, the um, real estate glamping stuff. He's been like right there with me and just like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, go for it. And super helpful in every way. So he listened to the podcast. He texted me. He's like, it went for 9500 So um, that's kind of my segue and my bridge between the human connection and entrepreneurial con connections. And the statement there is, or my opinion and my way of life and way of being is to do friends with biz, do business with friends and to be friends with people you do business with. So maybe you start as friends and then you start doing business together Maybe you start doing business together, but become friends. And I just think there's something so truly beautiful about that. And it makes things more fun. And the loyalty is just so much stronger when you care for somebody and you get to know them on a deep and personal level. So 
be friends with the people you do business with and do business with people you want to be friends with. Paul, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the shout out. And um, if anybody needs a really good real estate agent out in Asheville area, um, I'd love to get you connected with Paul. So I've been feeling, I was reflecting last night and I thought, what am I doing? I'm trying to sell life insurance. I'm getting licensed to sell long-term care insurance, which honestly, anybody listening to this, if you're not insured for your, if you you don't have life insurance and your parents don't have long-term care, insur care insurance, they should. I don't care if you want to get it with me or if you want to get it with somebody else, but I think that you should at least look into that and do it now. This, one, those two things are something that is always better to do now than later. Um, so that's just a sidebar. But I was feeling lost. I'm like, what am I doing with this life insurance thing? How did I even get there? And it was because I was so zoomed in. I'm so zoomed in on just selling life insurance right now that I'm like, oh, zoom out. Life insurance is meant for me to A, understand how things work, B, inject cash flow into my ecosystem so then I can be and have more money to invest in real estate investments. So when I realized that, it's like, ah, this is where this belongs. This is part of the foundation. This is an integral place. This plays an integral role in my journey. But if I was too zoomed in, I would be lost on some of this other stuff. So if you're ever feeling lost on, and you're an entrepreneur or just thinking about your life and your career goals or other goals, it always helps to zoom out. And this is something I learned from Alex Hermosi. You know, he said, anytime that I was stressed about something, I'm paraphrasing, so I'm probably getting it wrong. You know, he's like, just zoom out. And, and he would say, none of this matters, you know, and he has a lot of truth in that is that really it doesn't matter a lot of stuff doesn't matter so when you zoom out like we're just a part of the universe we'll only be here for maybe a hundred years if we're lucky um but yeah if you're feeling lost zoom out and and really envision where some of these things are on your path that are helping you to get to your long-term goals maybe you're not lost Maybe you're just doing the next best thing and you're taking advantage of opportunities that are available to you. So that's what I have for you on the entrepreneurial endeavor side today. For the investments bit, I'm going to walk through IRAs. Um, didn't know this until last week. Um, this is a very... For people who are in the finance industry, this will seem very rudimentary or common sense. But to, I feel like, younger people or people who have had less exposure and time to research and learn about investments, I hope that this information is useful to you. So if you have an IRA, there is different fees for that IRA. So you're going to pay a person to build an IRA. So that's like your financial advisor. So you'll pay the fee for that person to like build this perfect mix of investments for you based on your budget and your goals.
that person is going to pick, call it five different investment, I'm going to call them pillars or funds. So one, two, three, four, five. Two of them are going to be very long-term investments. They're going to be just steady growth, nothing to write home about, but over time, uh, you'll be happy with the results and you probably won't lose very much. Uh, maybe there's going to be something that's like eh, a little bit more, a little bit more than that. Like it's going to grow a little bit faster, um, but there's just a little bit more uh, potential downside if uh, something goes awry. And then maybe there's going to be two heavy hitters, like kind of crazy type investments um, where they're going to have high growth. They're going to need a lot of attention. Um, so then really what you're looking at there is you're paying the person to select the five things, but then you're going to pay the fund manager a fee for each of those five things. I'm not a financial advisor, so like I really can't give advice. I'm not giving advice. I just am literally asking the question and I, I asked my mentor the same question. I was like, well, what's really the benefit to having five different portfolios and really you're paying fees to five, you're paying six fees, you're paying the fee to build it and then you're paying all the different fees in between. I'm thinking a lot of people don't know that. So my, my thought is, well, wouldn't it be better just to dump it all into like S&P 500? I don't really know. So that, my friends, is a wrap on episode three of the Game of Life podcast. First episode filmed. Welcome to my home. Welcome to my life. Welcome to my dreams. Welcome inside my brain. I'm excited for episode four. It's very much so inspired by one of my favorite business mentors, one of my very consistent listeners. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for what's going to come on episode four. And um, I'm really thankful for you guys who have been supportive of me here up to episode three. Um, one other just quick podcast, uh, exciting and uh, thing to mention and close out with. 90% uh, of podcasts don't make it past the third episode. So I'm really excited, excited for episode four. Um, I'm excited to be gaining traction and I do feel like I'm improving each and every episode thanks to the feedback that you all share. I welcome the positives as much as I welcome the negatives. So um, go ahead and drop some notes to me after the show. Maybe share this episode. Um, yeah, looking forward to episode four. Cheers, everybody.